What is up everyone, Dalton here. Before we hop into this episode, I just have a couple quick announcements. First off, thank you for tuning in. The support on the podcast so far has been amazing. We're super excited about the community that we're building here with Move Local. So we cannot wait to continue to grow and meet more amazing people. If you guys aren't following us on Instagram, head over there and follow us, move.local as well as sign up for our newsletter if you want to make sure that you don't miss out on any new releases of episodes, of merchandise, of exciting news that we have coming up for the Move Local community. Head over there, sign up so you do not miss out. You can find that in the bio on Instagram or in the show notes below of this episode. And then lastly, guys, if you've liked or took value from any one of our episodes so far, please head over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you consume your podcast, subscribe to Move Local, and drop us a review and a rating. It really helps our podcast grow. It helps us get good feedback from you guys, what you want to hear more of, what you want us to improve on, so that we can continue to provide you with the best content possible and grow this amazing community. That is all I have for today. Enjoy this episode of Move Local. Welcome to the Move Local podcast. Our mission is to connect the movers and shakers of the Duntas and Hamilton area who pride themselves on growing a healthier and more connected community. We will do this through having conversations around health, education, entrepreneurship, and much more. We want to be part of helping you move confident, move free, and move local. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Move Local podcast brought to you by The Movement. My name is Dalton, and we're coming at you guys with another episode this week. I'm super excited about our guest. We have Travis Singleton on today. He is the owner of 2219. Um, He's a photographer. Uh, He does events. He does products. He does individual and group lessons. He does it all. I'm super excited to have him on the show. Travis, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. How... uh, How's the day been so far? It's been good, as I mentioned earlier. Yeah, uh, big. I like fitness, so big bike ride this morning. Yeah, uh, and then you're you're you were my second uh, thing in the calendar. There we go. Me, that's so. not that's not bad. Yeah. The bike ride and a, and a podcast. I think that's a good Friday. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is Friday, isn't it? The, I know. The week went fast. I know. I, I kept thinking it was, uh, I, I kept thinking we were behind this week, but then all of a sudden it's Friday and here we are again. Yeah. Um, but uh, why don't why don't we kick it off? Like, what actually one thing I was interested in and I know we've been chatting a little before we hit record so I'm sure there's uh there's more to this story but um what kind of got you into photography is this something that you've always done is it something that you picked up a little bit later take us through that uh so long time passion um I used to steal my dad's film camera which I still have so it's a Minolta M XD 10 11 or something like that yeah um so I used to steal that uh back in the day uh go to the drugstore, buy some film, go to the air show and shoot like three or four rolls of film and then wait months because you need to save up more money to get it developed too. Um, so that was always my passion. Love, loved photography, but hate film. Always hated film. <laughs> it was a pain. You had to go to the drugstore. Rural, uh, just a pain. Yeah. Um, and then eventually got into small point and shoot digital cameras because no one could afford or they didn't have the nice cameras they have now back in the day. Yeah. Uh, so picked it back up in 2006, thereabouts. Uh, got into it pretty seriously. Lived in Oshawa at the time. Uh, lots of bird photography. There's a phenomenal uh, wildlife reserve that uh, is right. I think GM actually 
sponsors it and owns the land. It's called McLaughlin's Bay. It's right by the GM head office. Um, and it's phenomenal in the morning. I've seen everything from wolves, coyotes, oh, wow. any type of bird, rare birds that show up like once on this crazy migration, um, turtles, foxes, swans, geese, everything. Yeah. So it was, it was a paradise there. Um, and then started a job where I traveled a lot, um, took up all my time, loved my camera with me everywhere, never took it out of the bag, <laughs> sold everything off. Um, eventually quit that job and moved back to Dundas, opened the bed and breakfast um, and needed something. I'm like, I think I need my photography back. So I just bought a little tiny camera um, and slowly got back into it and then started getting recognized, posting most, mostly buildings and stuff. Uh, the big recognition uh, was when Karen of Sean Ed's Brewery, so Ed's wife, yeah. noticed a picture of the brewery and it's like, I like that, let's talk. Yeah. Uh, so that turned into events there, some headshots, bottle shots for the LFCBO, which turned into other gigs. Um, and things were taken off pretty good. Uh, and then I moved away. My wife got sick with cancer and we decided to move back to Nova Scotia, where I'm from originally. Mm-hmm. And moved there, was there a total of two years, but after a year, didn't didn't like it. Miss Dundas. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Susan's parents got sick too. So anyway, we decided to move back, but we knew absolutely it had to be done to us. So we moved back and we've been back again for three years. So it's six years total. Yeah. So, and then I have the ability right now to make photography my full-time focus. Cool. Other than cycling and trying to keep fit. Right. Um, so that's my goal right now is to try and get my brand back out there where it was before to get it get it on people's minds that yeah. that 20 something guy that takes pictures that guy yeah yeah we want him yes yeah that, that's what i want yeah so. that's cool i have a question like with regards to like f- why so why photography like what drew you to that versus like you're saying you hated film like what was it about like the photography side of things that like really draws you in versus like going down that route of of like like i've done the film thing before and i've Develop film at bathtub kind of thing. So, and I still have film cameras. Uh, my father-in-law, um, I have some of his old cameras that he bought in the '60s, or whatnot. I have a Leica M3 film and a mm. dual lens uh, Mamiya. Um, but I also like the digital editing. I like I like sitting down and playing with the photo after the fact. And you know, there's a certain Zen calm to going out doing walks I prefer crazy early mornings like sunrise um, or nature um, it's, it's it's like a it's like a meditation for me but, yeah for sure but at the same time also editing the pictures I like tweaking the photos to my personal taste um, put my vibe behind it or what I what I envisioned that besides what you see in the lens at the time but what I envisioned it was going to be after the fact or what it could be is that kind of that's interesting because I don't really know a whole lot about, actually I know very little about photography and obviously like I do know about there's like post editing and all that kind of stuff. But like when you're going out and shooting and like maybe more of like your creative mind, are you seeing it like, okay, this is what I envision it and like post edit, like when you're shooting it or is it like you're trying to shoot it in the natural realm and then you also have this creative touch like post editing or how does that process? It, it varies depending on the shoot. Um, 
for stuff I shoot myself for enjoyment. Um, I'm very, I either see the shot or I don't. So I either take it or I won't. Sometimes I kick myself because I'm be driving somewhere and it's like, I should stop, but I'm not a good traveler. So I don't, I don't like to stop for anything. Yes, yeah, um, like And I, I should, I should pull over and stop and take the picture. And I regret it so many times, but it's just, I've accepted that's who I am. I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> yeah, pulling we're over. not changing that. Um, but my own stuff, I kind of see it how I want it to look after the fact when I go to post process. Um, when I do shots for other people, there's a certain amount of that, but it's also how it looks now. Um, one of the things I'm trying to refocus or change the direction of my photography is less buildings. I like the buildings in town, but to some degree, I feel like I've been here six years. I've shot that building. Right. I don't want to take that shot again. Right. Um, I want to shoot people, uh, which is more challenging. And there's two types of photographers and I don't dish either one for their choices because uh, they're both equally as good but a lot of people do natural light photography and don't want to do studio strobes and I like the look of the studio strobes um, which is a little more technical so I like the technical side of things um, creating the light in itself so in this room for example we turn out the lights and black out the windows and set it up so there's no light in the room and then we put flashes in to reintroduce the light to make it look like there's light coming through a window right but you know, there's a window there. So there's a certain technical yeah. side of it to, to manage the light yourself to get it to do exactly what you want. Um, and not as many people do that. So I'm trying to make myself stand out to just mm. be a little different from you know, posing everyone in front of a window. And the, not that there's anything wrong with that. But yeah, for sure. Not what I want to do. Yeah, and so. that kind of adds your own like enjoyment and creativity to. Yeah, to and then most of the professional cameras shoot in a mode called RAW, which is like a digital negative, and the camera takes the picture but doesn't do anything with it. So when I put it back on my computer, it looks very bland and flat because that's how it's supposed to look, and even that image is just a representation. Like when you look at the back of the camera, that's just a JPEG processed version the camera cooks to let you see what it could look like right that isn't even what it actually captured so i take this raw image with all the data and then i pull in the colors and the light that i want hmm. to make it look how i want to yeah that's cool much like a film negative and then you take it into the uh into the dark room and manipulate it and some of the greater photographers back in their day would spend hours and in, in 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 there enlarging certain spots and and putting things in the way of the exposure so it w wouldn't expose as much as other parts of it so it was also was pretty technical but i you know i like the technology of doing it on the computer kind of thing to yeah. see the results and then try different things instantly right the fr yeah the ability to explore faster yeah or or try take one picture and make five different copies that look all different yeah and go, which one do i like and why do i like it yeah. like i love black and white photography but you'll rarely see me post a black and white photo okay because I don't know why. Because I, <laughs> yeah. I like the color too. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I, I try, I try and keep some sort of theme and color theme going, like on the Instagram posts or Facebook. Yeah. Um, but it all depends. Yeah, yeah. And speaking of like Instagram, that's where I, I stumbled across like your account. And you know, the one thing that really drew me to it was the fact that you were highlighting a lot of people and local businesses and Dundas and like being a business owner in Dundas myself, I was like, Oh, this is cool. And obviously with the podcast, we're 
in a way doing a similar thing just through audio. Um, yep. And so it really drew me to that. And that, I guess my question would be for you is like, what, what draws you to wanting to highlight the local businesses and the people now? Because you said that's more of what you're trying to do. Well, from a purely selfish standpoint, it was I wanted to come out and I wanted to give you my business card and say hello. 100%. But yeah. if I just did that and walk out the door, who was that guy? Right. I don't know who he is. Right. So I'm like, well, why don't we also promote local business? Which when I had the bed and breakfast the first time I was here, it was there was a lot of that anyway. It's like, let's promote the local business. So I, I introduced myself to Susan at the bakery, uh, Susan Preston at Village Bakery, because um, I wanted her bread in my B&B kind of thing, um, local. Um, and that this kind of stems from that. Like, mm-hmm. I can do pretty much all of my shopping if I need to uh, in town. Like, I think we probably buy our sneakers from the same place. We all go to Pete at Tentone. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, we eat the same restaurants. We drink the same coffee. And because we're all small businesses, uh, myself included, it's like, well, why not promote all those other small businesses at the same time? Yeah, yeah. But at the end of the day, it was really introduce so that I'm there and you remember me. You yeah. might not quite remember my, my name. Uh, again, that 20, that 20-something guy. Um, but he does take photos and I like what he does. So maybe I'll call him when I need photos done. So. Yeah, for sure. And there's some, I think that's a great way of like just connecting, right? A big part of owning a business is networking and connecting. And I think yeah. that there's like ways that you can do that that adds value to people, right? And I think doing what you're doing and even like, again, one of the reasons we started the podcast was one, to meet more local businesses and people, but also provide and help tell the stories of what they're doing and i think there's a beautiful like interaction between the two that produces something that's great and i think that's a really good thing to do in in a place like dundas where the small business here and the people here are very very interesting and there's a lot of unique stuff i feel like going on in this area that should be highlighted totally um and i think i could be wrong about other communities but i think dundas has this certain community driven sort of person Mm. Um, most people that have their business know the other businesses and are involved with them and are involved in the community in some way um, some more than others uh, but but everyone's interconnected definitely Um, like I don't know I know I'd like to say I know half the people in town through the businesses uh, maybe not half but it seems like I know a lot of people through in town through their businesses and it was just going in the door I don't even remember how I even know some of these people now but I go in I stop and chat and sometimes I'm there an hour assuming they're not too busy other times that they're crazy busy and it's just look in their window and wave and and on we go so but even if you look at the way that Dund and I'm and I'm new to the area in the last like going on three years now like I moved here when we opened this business yeah and so I'm coming from an outside perspective here and just even the way that Dundas is set up it's like it's very obvious that it's small business driven. Like you go down the main street and like all you see is small business yeah. minus like maybe one or two or three places. Right. But, um, it almost like facilitates that, which I think is really, really cool. Yeah. Uh, one thing I find found unique about Dundas was uh, a lot of small town. I consider Dundas a small town. I guess it's technically a city. Um, young people typically want to move away. And can't wait to get out but when i talk to young people in dundas that's not the case they're quite oh, yeah. content to stay here they like dundas they have no plans of quote getting away yeah, yeah um 
and they like it. Um, and the other thing that recently became apparent was uh, through a project, maybe we'll talk about it later, but the number of female entrepreneurs mm -hmm. running businesses in town, I don't have an actual number, but it feels like it's upwards of like 80%. It's a lot. And that seems pretty phenomenal. Um, and I've mentioned it to a few other business owners and they said, yeah, you know, it, it used to be it was all about the entrepreneur as opposed to the big box store. Um, but now it seems to be, yeah, the big folk, it's, it's all women running businesses in town, which is pretty phenomenal. Yeah, so. it's, it is. That's true. And like thinking of some of the interviews that we've done, it's definitely like, yeah. definitely obvious for sure. Um, so, you know, you're known as the 22 something guy. What, where did the name come from? Um, it came from the fact I did not want to call myself Travis Singleton Photography. Yeah. Everyone seems to do that. and I did not want to do that. Now, in hindsight, maybe I should have because if you know how my name is written, um, so it's 2202, the word 2, T-W-O, the number 1919. Uh, when you go to say that to someone, yeah. when I say 2219, they think 2219, which, by the way, is my phone number. Okay. Luckily <laughs> enough, I got that. Yeah. Um, it's a play on initials is all it is. Okay. My initials are TBS, and those are the 20th, the 2nd, and the 19th letter in the alphabet. Oh, interesting. That's all it actually is. Yeah. Um, now, I've been entrenched six years here in Dundas, so if I was to change it, everyone wouldn't know who I was. Um, but people do remember. Oh, yeah, that, they can't quite remember it, but they do remember something. So yeah. maybe that's better than not. I think I'm not something. sure. I think so. there's something to that. And I think the uniqueness of the way that it's written, because like even when I look at it, like you know you could have just put the numbers, but obviously you didn't. So that's yeah. like something. So, so now I have a shirt with logos. I yeah. got a hat I wear and stuff. And and I'm a big like, uh, I think branding is, 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 a, is an important thing. And I think you can brand yourself around 2219 without it being your name. And people will recognize your brand and then you're associated. Yeah, at this point that, it, that has right? worked. It, it is a brand. So they can't quite remember it all the time, but people that do follow me do recognize it i've yeah. had people stop me um which is weird because i don't normally post my photo because well, usually i'm behind the camera well, that's but the thing people I... do stop me it's like hey you're, are you because i see the camera and i think uh, they just take a stab at yeah, it yeah yeah because so. that was the thing i was because we had never met until right now and no I and like, I, unfortunately i didn't even like you guys been here since 2020 and yeah. i've been here since uh fall of 2019 was the second time here and it's yeah. like i didn't know about you guys i know and it goes to show across you. the street, but yeah. so close, but so far away. I know it's a, it's interesting, but yeah. And I was like, Oh, I never, I don't even know what you look like. So it's funny that you say that, but, um, um, yeah. So, you know, when you started highlighting these local businesses, like what were, what were some of the things that you were learning or taking away from the different businesses that were in town? Um, again, I think they're just, they're all interconnected. Like, Everyone knows their neighbor shops are involved with their neighbors. Um, it's it's a there's microcosms of community within the community. Mm -hmm. um, everyone knows everyone. Some of them don't necessarily get along with others, but usually they do, or at least out of a sense of business community, they get along even if they don't want to. Yeah. Um, and and that was where it became apparent that. When you, especially if you look at those those I think I had 20 to 30 photos focusing on those business mm -hmm. most of them were all women like I think of of them there was a 
a small handful, not even a handful that were that were men owned, mm-hmm. um, which is like wow, that's that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but just small uh, f- family like yeah, because uh, it's 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 their shop is their baby yeah. kind of thing. So they put all their passion into it, and and a lot of the places you could see that. Um, and there was only a couple places I went into that said no. Yeah, uh, a couple people said no, no, I don't, I don't do social media. I don't want a picture on there. No thanks. Yeah, and that's um, cool. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, that's cool. That's fine. Yeah, I think it's. A good, I think like the word that comes to my mind is like relationships or or relationship. Yeah. Right? And it's very obvious, like with a lot of those places, that they're they're trying to make relationships with the people that they're their consumers or the, or the people that are coming to their stores. Like I think of going into Domestique and like watching Chris and Kendra like navigate their business and like they have relationships with every single person that walks in. Well, I like went, so, ca- so a great example of Chris, I've known Chris since before Domestique. Uh, he worked at Sean and Ed's there originally. Um, I went in a week or two ago um, and I hadn't been there in months. Like, nine months yeah uh he knew exactly what i wanted yeah like he remembers that, that and, and when you go there you realize how busy like how can he remember i know i know no, may, maybe i stick out maybe he knew he knew, didn't know i was coming maybe he tried to dig it out of his uh his filing system kind of thing but just stuff but like regardless that. people remember like, and people yeah. know and their customers are like family too so yeah yeah, that's a word that comes to my mind a lot. And I, and I guess my question for you is like, is that something that you emphasize in like the people that you work with in terms of like building relationships with them? Or is it more, is it different just in like kind of the shooting that you are doing? Like what, what are some of the things that you are doing? Um, like I said, I've pretty much done everything. I've uh, most, mostly it's been the outside of the buildings. Um, I've done a couple of events uh, for a few people. I did the menu at one place. Um, talking about doing a menu at a second place which i should go bug them thanks for reminding me yeah um but trying to get into people um currently working with i guess i can plug it uh monica over here just behind us or in front of us owns sell it to wear it and she is starting a project um for international women's day 2023 oh sweet uh so we've already started that because uh, i have ties i volunteer my time for the museum uh, so, for example, last night I went to all three venues to shoot uh, all the exhibits for uh, Winter Blooms 2023, which is only around for three days. So today, today, last night was the first night, and then it's gone Sunday because it literally are flower bouquets and they're going to wilt. But the museum was gracious enough to donate a space to do the photo shoot. So we had shop owners who were women come to the museum and do a photo shoot. This was a couple weeks ago, and we have another one coming up on February 6th. Um, and we're trying to get some backing through the BIA that's ongoing right now, so I won't talk too much about that. Yeah, yeah. But, but Monica's goal is to focus on uh, the women in town and help promote local businesses, and she wants to do a display in all the shop windows that are owned, and it will be these portraits of these women. Oh, that's cool. Um, so we're hope, hoping that does something. Um, and at this point, I'm volunteering my time for her to do that project. Nice. Um, she has a couple of other ideas we're kind of working on. I've got some things I'm just, at this point, just trying to build my brand and get get my name out there. But yeah. pretty much open to anything. Yeah, so. yeah, I love that. 
Um, you notice like, you know, uh, like photography lessons was something that you had on your Instagram. Is that, is that something that you offer or like you enjoy doing or, uh, so I have previously taught classes at the, uh, DVSA. Oh, cool. Um, but I'd like to do that on my own. Um, so my actual career is flight instructor. So I have 20 years of being a flight instructor. Um, even used to teach pilots how to be flight instructors. So I like teaching. I like passing on the knowledge that I have. Um, so photography classes, uh, just something I like doing. I, yeah. like, I like teaching. And it's technology, so I like talking about it. You know, you want to talk about the latest iPhone? I'm, I'm all in for that. Okay. Uh, yeah. Latest, greatest cameras and photography and whatnot. And, yeah. Um, uh, one, the classes I taught before, which I, I think people liked, was um, they'll buy one of these new cameras or one will be given to them as a gift from their husband or a spouse or whatever. Um, they don't know what to do with it. And my approach is it's it's really not that hard. Let, let's break it down. Let's let's go to everyone hates shooting on manual mode. They're terrified of manual mode. Yeah, me let's, too. Let's put it on the M <laughs> yeah. and I'll show you what to do. And it's that easy. Yeah. It's like it's actually really easy. It's not that hard at all. Yeah. So here's what you do: go and practice it. We'll talk tomorrow. Yeah. And it's like the flash photography. It's not that hard. There's lots of things to keep in mind, but it's really not that hard to do the flash photography. So, anyway, that's my goal. My my current issue is where where do I teach this? Yeah. I, don't, I don't have a venue at this point. Yeah, I yeah. don't have a studio. Mm-hmm. Um, thinking of maybe building one of those backyard shed things um, yeah. um, that falls under the bylaw limits that's just big enough, a little bigger than this room, yeah. um, and see what I can make happen yeah. and offer classes and have a little small studio in my backyard kind of thing. That'd but, be sweet. But that's a spring thing, and we'll see if that happens or not. Yeah, so. I love that idea, though, and I think like there's probably a lot of people that would want to get into photography, but you're a little intimidated and yeah and that's like a great way to like have people explore if it's something for them right and i think that's awesome and if you have more competition it just pushes pushes your boundaries right it's like oh well they're doing what i'm doing now i need to do something different i need to be more creative than them so yeah yeah it's not necessarily a bad thing to have everyone being a photographer but everyone is a photographer now with their phones so well yeah i was gonna ask you like you know i think like you were mentioning the process like before of how people had to shoot versus like now the barrier to entry is is kind of low like it's like you can grab your iphone and shoot like stuff so oh and in the in the right light an iphone photo is amazing yeah and, and the best camera is the one you have with you mm, um i love that. so i don't always take like that's my camera gear there yeah um lug it around um but i always have my phone with me um now i rarely if ever post on at least that instagram account an iphone photo like really rare right um because i'm trying to keep it consistent and looking the same right that makes sense um but yeah, again, the, the the camera you have with you is the best camera. I love that. Yeah. Um, so it doesn't and it doesn't matter. Like I have friends like, oh, I, w- I want a new camera. What should I buy? Uh, if you're just starting out, go to your favorite camera purchasing place, whether it's Best Buy or Henry's or VizTech or or whoever. It doesn't matter. And spend your limit, like say five hundred dollars, and that's it. Yeah. And then. Figure out what it is you really want to do, uh, which is how I started. I bought a nice cheap kit camera from Black's Photography at the time, so I have the camera. 
um, and quickly learned that uh, I just wasn't doing what I wanted. It literally had a mechanized focus and zoom, so you could hear the lens go whoosh, <laughs> It was it was like a this little screw actually came out and turned the lens. Oh wow! Um, so it was very slow, very noisy. Trying to do bird photography was awful. Yeah. Um, but if I spent thousands on some crazy camera, it possibly could have been a waste of money because was I going to do that? Right. So I, anyway, I recommend people buy a cheap camera. Figure out what it is you're doing and want to do, and then and get get the base knowledge down, and then go out and spend crazy amount of money on a camera because it's it's a deep dive. Oh yeah, I've tried sometimes to look into it, and it's getting, it's a lot. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. A lot. Um, I have a couple rapid fire questions. Yeah. Just for some fun, uh, what would be one of your favorite local coffee shops? Uh, I thought about that question actually because I thought you might ask me that one because uh, I listened to one and you asked. It depends on my mood. Yeah. Uh, for just a coffee, yeah. I actually prefer home. Okay. Um, so <laughs> I'm lactose and I like I like my coffee mates. Uh, won't get into whether coffee mates healthy for you or not, but I like my coffee at home. I love it. But that said, um, I frequent two places. Um, if I want a <laughs> coffee. Like I guess a traditional real coffee. Of course, I go see Chris and Kendra at Domestique. Mm-hmm. Um, if I want a coffee and chat, um, I usually go to Jack Sweet Shop. Okay. Because I know Jen there, and if I go after two o'clock, she'll sit down and have coffee with me. Oh, so, that's cool. I love that. Um, that. That's a good way of so answering. So I have a couple yeah. spots. Um, I don't dislike any of the other ones, but my go yeah. my go to is Domestique or or. Uh, uh, Jack Sweet Shop. Um, to be honest, our Tim Hortons in town. Or I, so I've traveled all across the country. Um, I lived here for three years. Traveled all across the country. Been everywhere. Been to every Tim Hortons in Ontario. It seems like, uh, or every Tim Hortons between here and Stony Creek. And our two are the worst. It hate I, to say it. Our two are the worst. Yeah. Drive up to the SO at the top of uh, Coots and Maine and go to the gas station. Ours are awful. Yeah, I, I agree. I, and, and I've heard this from many people. Yeah. So it's not like you're alone. But yeah. I, I've, so if it's a road trip, I need a coffee right now. It's McDonald's. Yeah. And I'm a, I'm a fan of McDonald's coffee over Tim Hortons coffee nowadays anyway yeah. in general. But I love that answer. Yeah, that's great. Um, what would be like one of your favorite local like restaurants then? Uh, currently, it's uh, hopefully I say it right, is Hanma. Okay. It's a new Japanese place. Oh, yeah. Amazing. Yeah, I've heard a couple people talk about that. Yep. Yeah. Um, I'm a huge, huge, uh, I'd like I'd like to think I was previously Japanese in a former life. Yeah. And that's why it's calling to me. But if it if it's Japanese, I love it. Yeah. Um, I've been meaning to reach out to them too. I've said this many times. They're great. Uh, yeah. I think, did I reach out to them or anyway, so when I did the, the focus on local business, one of us reached out to the and other. And you shot them, right? And I did. Yeah, I saw them on your Instagram. Yep. And it was, uh, I think it was Yoshi and Taka are the two gentlemen there. And unfortunately, I apologize, can't remember. I think one of them's wives, I could be mistaken. She's the one that reached out. Um, I've seen her in some of their posts, but yeah, their food is phenomenal. Yeah. Um, and funny enough, we interviewed um, Rebecca from Pinbone in town. Yes. And yeah. she, I'm pretty sure she had mentioned before they were opening that she was going to be providing like the, the fish for, oh. for them. Yeah. So which I, is so cool. Like that's that interconnected. Yeah. Piece and they had that, uh, I think it was the Christmas Eve special that you ordered like in advance. So I, I 
totally was in on that and it came in a great little fancy box and it was sushi and then, mm. so for the most part i'm plant-based but i'll break that for sushi any day yeah all right i gotta reach out to them for sure oh, totally um, i know we talked a little bit about fitness but what is like one of your favorite ways to stay active uh currently it's cycling uh so any so i also have another instagram account called dundas valley trail riders okay. um that's just just me posting pictures not as much as i'd like um i mentioned earlier 20 2021 i did 11,000 kilometers yeah. on the bicycle I, I did a virtual my own virtual tour um i like to be involved with uh an organization called the bright run um so they do breast cancer fundraising for jarvinsky uh, they have their annual 5K run walk uh, every September at the Dundas Conservation Area. And because my wife got breast cancer, that's yeah. how we got introduced to them. So for every year we've been around, we're involved with that. So that particular year, I got their permission uh, to do uh, cycling. So I did virtual and outside cycling. And I did a virtually from Halifax, Nova Scotia to Stanley Park in Vancouver. That's cool. And I virtually, or outside, cumulatively, cycled that. across Canada. It's wild. And then all my Newfie friends said, what about Newfoundland? So I tried that the next year, but then a job got in the way and that just fell flat. Yeah. I was doing great till about March and I had a couple thousand kilometers in. I made it out of Newfoundland into Cape Breton and then I just had to stop cycling because of work. Um, so cycling's a big one. I try and run. It's, uh, I don't know, uh, I like to cycle. My favorite route, as I mentioned, is outside around uh, Burlington Bay, yeah. uh, across or under the bridge. Uh, it's about 80 kilometers. I do it in about f three to four hours, depending on the day. Uh, but I like to run too, and it's totally different cardio. Yeah, it's different. So doing doing 5K run is pretty friggin' tough compared to an 80K ride. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I hoof it pretty good on the ride. So yeah. uh, it's not like I'm, I've had people come with me on their gravel bikes and road bikes and they're like can't keep up yeah um but you know the hardcore guys i totally can't keep up with them so yeah, yeah. i'm not kidding myself on my mountain bike but uh um i like to be out and active um i mentioned earlier i started rock rock climbing yeah. at, at gravity um literally just started i've only had two climbs in so but so far loving it um Same. Uh, so I'm hoping that turns into, as everything, another obsessive passion because mm. um, it's go all the way or don't bother. Yeah, and I feel like rock climbing can definitely do that to you. You can go down the, the rabbit hole of rock climbing. But at sure. least I feel like rock climbing, so I bought the shoes. That was a tough ordeal because no one has shoes in stock, like huh. holy, um, as opposed to golf. Because if I was a golfer, I would need the newest, latest clubs yeah, and then the right shoes and, right. and, and camera ca cameras are bad enough. My wife will tell you that the money we've spent on camera gear is absolutely insane. <laughs> yeah. So we won't even go there. Yeah, um, yeah, no, we won't. Um, but yeah, uh, try and keep active and something involved. Like, so indoor, I can't stare at the wall. So I use uh, Zwift. Yeah. Uh, so the virtual world of Zwift, I find that engaging. Uh, that was today's ride. It was 50 kilometers with... Uh, 900 meters of climbing so i was it was a route called the three sisters okay uh so three big yeah. climbs in it with the dreaded radio tower yeah um that was pretty tough yeah so love it um last question i'd like to ask everyone is like what does move local mean to you yeah i was thinking about that one too um i think back i think i already said it really was 
it's to drive the community. Every, everyone's interconnected. Like we're connected now. And, yeah. that, and that will turn into something else, either you making a new connection or maybe me making a new connection through you. And it just, the ripple effect, um, which is already there. Um, you know, I don't know. I think you maybe said it was me posting Pete over at the, at the yep. shoe store there yep. that kind of caught your attention more yep. so than other posts. Yeah, and I've um, been like seeing your stuff for a bit, and that kind of really yeah. Just that was one so of the just that, yeah. just the continuation of that. Um, yeah, just moving local. Yeah. Uh, like so, when I ran the bed and breakfast, it was all I had a little list of what was open when because Sundays and Mondays in town, granted, are really weird with what's open and what's not open, yeah. especially Mondays. Um, but it was always, because guests were always like, where do I go for this? What do I do for that? And um, being from the East Coast, I always said, Dundas is almost the perfect East Coast town, except it's not by the ocean. Yeah, That's my only fall with Dundas. If yeah. it was next to the ocean, you it would be your perfect. Yeah. Um, because anything I want to do is here. And if it's not, there's Ancaster or Burlington. So if I need a big box store, it's not that far away. But it's also not here, Yeah. which is what I like. Yeah. No, I agree. It's a, it's a special, it's definitely a special place. And when you come here, you can tell, you know, it's different. And I think it's, yeah, it's, it's totally different. Attract more. It's going to continue to attract people. But I think it attracts a certain type of person. And I think Dundas is very... Um, I don't know if protective is the right word, but they're protective of their community as to like what comes in here and who's yeah, consuming what. I was going to say, we're pa- Dundas people are very passionate about about Dundas. Yes. And it's yeah. funny because I'll, I'll see the posts online and some business closed or some new business coming in and everyone complains about it. Yeah. And it's like, but but the business you're complaining about, you complained that it's leaving. You complained like three years ago that it came. Yeah. Kind of thing. So everything's slowly changing. Yeah. Um, and change is inevitable so it's i don't know it keeps it from going stagnant at the same time yeah because i know we love our coffee shops and and whatnot but hey we're on the second domestique yep. so that wouldn't have happened if the first one hadn't closed so it's true there's always something that can come in and yeah and i don't know i kind of like the other one but i think i like the new one better so <laughs> yeah you can't have better without getting rid of something that's not as good it's very true so um, Travis, I appreciate your time. Why don't you let people know where they can uh, find you on Instagram or if they want to work with you, where they can uh, they can find you. Yeah, you can uh, – usually Instagram's best. I'm also on Facebook. It's a little more complicated. So Instagram is 2219, which is pretty simple. Facebook didn't want to play that way, so it's 2219 photography. Um, but you can find – I think I have a – the the link in the bio takes you to like a link tree thing with yeah. all of my social media because I'm pretty much everywhere. But Instagram is my focus, and everything gets fed over to Facebook um, or email, which of is info at twenty two nineteen dot com. So awesome! Reach out and discuss, and we'll talk. Yeah, I love it, Travis. Thanks so much for your time. I uh, really appreciate it, and it was a it was a great conversation. Yeah, thanks for having me. Awesome, thanks. 